Welcome back to the Lovely Craftians. In honor of this being episode zero of our second season, all of our characters are beginning with a sanity of zero. That means it's about to get real weird until they earn some of their points back. Because of this, we need to put a mental health disclaimer on this episode. Suicide and self-harm will not be part of it, but the characters may experience disembodied voices, dissociation, paranoia, anxiety, or out-of-body episodes. We completely understand if you want to sit this one out for your own mental well-being, and we hope you'll join us again for our first episode of Season 2. The screams and swirling, chaotic green portals beat in time with your slowing heart. You know you're falling only by the rush of others as they tumble by, down into a darkness that swallows all. It breathes in time with you, but as your breath grows shallow and ragged, the blackness breathes stronger. You feel it pulling strength from you as your blood, so precious and depleted, trickles into oblivion. You close your eyes as the dark gasps, inhaling you, taking you in. As you pass the threshold, there's a tremendous jolt, an explosion in your head that rends your mind and separates it from your body. Gravity no longer exists, no longer holds sway as your body drifts away out of sight. There's no telling how long you float. It hasn't been uncomfortable. It hasn't been much of anything. You've been in a perfectly balanced stasis for what could be a second or an eternity, suspended in the ether. Neither solid nor liquid, a state of all things in equilibrium around you. You feel nothing and everything, and dwell on the fine line in between. Please roll an intelligence check. I'm... Oh, you passed. Yeah. For the first time in a long time, or perhaps no time at all, you feel something seeking you, reaching out for you, and you gain five sanity. A thrum ripples through the ether in your direction. A force grabs you as the first wave hits you and yanks you down like a lasso around your waist. Are you going to go with it, or are you going to fight it? I'm going to go with it. Alright, the fall is smooth, almost gentle, despite how fast you feel you're moving. You feel a slight resistance for just a moment before you break through and land softly against the first truly solid thing you've felt in who knows how long, and you may gain another 10 sanity. You open your eyes to a sky full of lace. The ground beneath you is soft, comforting. What would you like to do? I want to do a lesson. Okay. Yeah. You don't hear anything yet. It sounds maybe like there's a street outside, and that, to you, that background noise, that specific background noise, sounds familiar. Hmm. Can I take the lace off of me? It's not on you, it's just above you. Oh. Are you gonna, like, sit up and look around? Are yes. You... Okay, so sit. you're in a bedroom with a queen-sized canopy bed between two windows. There's a dresser with a round mirror and a vanity top on it, and two doors along one wall. Um, roll me another intelligence check. Yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, they're new dice? Is this your first run with them? Or? No, it's the second. But oh, okay. They were blessed by Monty Python um, blessing. Hmm. So... Well, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> um, so this has been your bedroom since your family moved here when you were seven, and you gain five sanity. Can I do a spot hidden? Sure. Uh, is that a 73? Yeah. Okay, so I pass. Yeah, you squeaked by there. So you can see 
in the headboard of your bed where you carved your initials. And you remember doing that when you were 10 and you were given your first, what we'll call actual pocket knife. And that was your first experiment with it, much to your mother's chagrin. Can I get up? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to walk to... There, You said two doors? Yeah, there are two doors. There's a dresser with a vanity, and then there are the windows in your bed. All right, so I'm going to go to the first door. All right. Opening? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it opens to a closet, and it's empty save some wire hangers and a single old shoe. To the next door. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a listen check, please. Yeah? Oh, wow. You critically succeeded there. Add four to your listen. So it'd be 39? Yeah. So a, four, a floorboard creaks as you step on it, and it's significantly looser than the others. I'm gonna pry it open. It doesn't take much, because it's already pretty loose thankfully. And underneath there's a treasure trove of bits and baubles. There's a small wooden rose, a drawing of a princess and a bootlegger, a bundle of letters, but the words are pretty elusive. If you try to read them, the letters kind of dance off the page. Hmm. So what could I do to try and read it? You'd roll a hard power check, so you'd have to pass with a 28. So you still try and read them, and you can tell that they're, like, over the years, letters that you've collected, but the actual alphabetical letters are still kind of bouncy. Okay, so I'm gonna go to the other door, then. Alright, you open the door and step into a warehouse. It's dark outside, as evidenced by the skylights and the ceiling. There's no one else around, no bustle, no movement. Crates and boxes sporadically line the shelves, though they are small hand crates, nothing larger than what you could carry yourself. Hmm. Intelligence me. Yeah. This is Gaston's warehouse, but the layout is different. It's not the same as when you were just there, uh, but you recognize it from when he first moved in, and you can gain another 10 sanity. Sanity? Sanity. sanity. You're almost fine. All right, what would you like to do? I'm going to do a listen. Okay. No. That's a 64. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, but you're listening. I was looking at your spot hidden. Hmm. Nothing of note pops up. It just seems like a warehouse in the middle of the night. Okay, so I'm going to do a spot hidden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you passed that one. The only lights in the building are directly above you. They illuminate where you're moving around, basically. Yeah. And you can see the boxes on the shelves. Can I look at the boxes? You can look at them all you want. If you want to do anything else with them, you gotta let me know. But uh, I meant, can I look into the boxes? Sure. You gotta... They have lids, so you're gonna have to grab open. Okay. So I'm gonna do that. Do I need to do a dex? Um, no. So there's a slight surface tension as you touch the first box, and it quickly bursts like a bubble under your fingers, and the contents, dozens upon dozens of diaries, tumble out. They all look the same, and despite the lock on the front, the covers open pretty easily. So I'm going to look at the diary then. Uh, all right. You thumb through and find an entry. It looks to be the only entry. They all look exactly the same. 
March 19th, 1915. I think it's time. I know Daddy really wants this to work out, and it would be really great for business, but it's just not going to work. I don't think he would ever do anything to me, but hearing what happened to Johnny Jangles after his deal with the Irish flocked, I don't think I can handle a life with him. What if we had kids? How would I explain what their dad does? I'll be gentle, and I'll wait until after his warehouse opens. Don't need to darken his big day. Roll me an intelligence check. Yep. You remember writing this before you broke things off with Gaston. And you may gain five sanity. I think you might almost be above what you had before. (laughs) No, I think I was at 50. You're getting close then. Mm. What would you like to do? Um, Still explore the warehouse. Uh, Go to the office, maybe? Okay. If I remember. Yeah, it's a pretty well-lit path, and it's almost like the lights are leading you in the direction. Okay, so I'm going to the office. All right, the door is closed. I'm opening it. (laughs) Okay. So warm daylight spills across the threshold as you open the door into an apartment. There's a kitchen to your immediate left from the front door, and a common living room space ahead of you with two chairs, a bookcase, and a Victrola steadily humming out soft jazz. Uh, intelligence check me again. There's the theme here. <laughs> no. Oh. This is a place of safety, somewhere you've turned to as a haven. That's really all you remember. Hmm. So, can I do a listen? Sure. Yes. Uh, you hear someone in the kitchen. Going to the kitchen. Hi, Rose. A young man says from the kitchen area. He is buttering pieces of bread and lining them up carefully. And there's a stack of cheese. (laughs) Uh, Oh yeah, your sanity is right where we need it to be. You know it's Marty. Okay. (laughs) Marty! Hey! What are you doing that looks like grilled cheese? Yeah. I'm hungry. Aren't you hungry? I don't know. Well, how do you feel? I don't know. Yeah, I guess I could go for a grilled cheese. Good, because we're making grilled cheese. Yay. (laughs) Didn't I do this before? Intelligence check me. No. Eh, you have vague memories of having eaten a sandwich before. Hmm. So, what are we doing other than grilled cheese? Why are we here? Because it's safe and familiar, and I think we earned some solace after all that. What happened? He gives you a sad half-smile, looks down as he's buttering the last piece of bread, and says, well, what do you remember? And intelligence check me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You remember the portal opening, something going in, something trying to come out. Not everyone made it. Um, so portal opened and stuff was I, I just just like all over the place oh yeah she was crazy Are you okay am i okay what's your definition of okay you're here yeah this is nice so have you just been doing grilled cheese all this whole time i mean i'm not a robot <laughs> <laughs> no i've been wandering the apartment i've been cleaning i've been getting my life back in order, sort of. Have you tried going out the door? 
It just yeah. seems like there's new places every time I go out a door. What did you notice? My bedroom, Gaston's, uh, Gaston's warehouse, right before I dumped him. That was kind of weird. Was that a big moment for you? Yeah, it made me realize why I dumped him. I mean, there was my diary and uh, the whole March 19th thing. I mean, it like right before I dumped him. So that one entry, it was weird. And my closet was empty, except for one shoe. Your closet in the warehouse? No, my closet in the apartment. Oh. My bedroom. Oh, your parents' house? Mm-hmm. Oh, it took you all the way back, huh? Yeah. What about you? That's... I don't know if I'm ready to talk about that yet. Okay. But we're here. And what By do we Gom. do? Oh, we rest and reflect. We hope our friends figure out how to undo the mess. Yeah. Uh, that's, I guess, the big question for us now. What do you want this to be? I want to find a way to help them. Uh, I don't think we're getting out for a while. They didn't exactly land in the same place that we did. That's true. But we're in your apartment. Mm-hmm. Let's go out the door. Uh, it's... Okay, give it a shot. What are you... you can just walk out the door. Okay. Okay, you walk out the door, and you walk in through the bathroom, back out into the apartment. What was that? Oh my god, this is gonna be so much fun, I'm just gonna let you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna loop. Marty, what's going on? This is so much fun and weird! Yeah, we can't really leave this area until all that portal stuff is taken care of. It's not safe for us out there. It's not safe for them out there, but it's especially not safe for us out there. Yeah. Do you remember what happened to you? Mm, He holds his head. Oh shit, he does remember. Yeah, he holds his head. Do I remember? You didn't remember everything. Do I remember what happened to me? That's what I'm telling you. Okay. Um, you didn't quite remember everything. But... Okay, so what do we do? I mean, are we just gonna eat grilled cheese? Why grilled cheese? That's what I wanted to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Rose, do you understand what's going on here? Do you know what I mean when I say that we're not getting out? We're dead. It's not all bad. We just can't go anywhere yet. Because there's stuff out there that preys on us. And we're safe as long as we stay in this little bubble. Bubble. Yeah, I don't really know how to explain it aside from it's like... It's our own private patch of afterlife. Huh. But why here? I mean, for you, I get it. But... I mean, and I get the apartment where my bedroom was, but why the warehouse? Because it must have been important to you. Yeah. There are like little moments of before something happened and then after something happened. Okay, so my innocence in my bedroom and the warehouse? That was a big deal. I mean, 
Huh. You grew up. I guess. I mean, I did make a major adult choice. So, how do you feel... Crap, I don't know about the professor. <laughs> hmm? I don't know about the You pro- can remember her. Uh, you can't remember everything about her, but you can remember that she was there. What's gonna happen? How can we help Ambrosia and, and Cora and, and Ruby and the professor? I think we're just gonna have to sit here and wait for a bit until they can stabilize so that we can actually leave, for starters. Also, I'm not entirely sure how to interact with the living yet. I've only really been dead for, like, a couple hours. I don't know. Time is sort of weird here. Yeah, that is true. I mean, if it hasn't stabilized, though, maybe... I don't know. You think maybe we can go back in time? Mm, I don't want to risk it. Why? Because there's stuff that's not just going to eat you, but it's gonna leave you in that perpetual state of being eaten for eternity and I don't really want to spend my afterlife being somebody else's chewing gum okay there are things out there that know how to move around but they're all hands on deck taking care of this other stuff so I don't think we're going anywhere until they figure that out well what do you want to do I mean we're stuck for now why don't we teach you how to make a grilled cheese without burning the house down? Wait, I did that? Oh yeah, you tried. I tried? That doesn't sound like me. Well, I don't think you knew how to make a grilled cheese sandwich, but we're gonna we're gonna amend that now. Okay. He motions you to join him at the stove. The Lovely Crafty Ends is brought to you every Tuesday by Wampus House Productions and our game mistress, writer, and editor, Cassie. Starring Amanda as Rose Thorne, Ashley as Ruby Keller, Sade as Ambrosia Dubois, and Samantha as Cora Gray. This episode is proudly dedicated to our Cthulhu Mythos experts on Patreon, Alex, Fiery Unicorn, Carl, Tony, and Tyler. We'll lose our sanity with you any day.